All right, hello and welcome to episode 25, Are You Serious? I am Jamie Arnold, Chief Meteorologist at WMBF News. And I am Andrew Dockery, uh, the Morning Meteorologist here at WMBF News. 25 episodes. 25. <sighs> I feel like yeah. I'm getting older with each one. I know, right? Uh, can we talk about the fall like weather that we've had it so far? It is perfect. I love it. It's the best. Yeah. Um, right now, when we're recording this, it's been gloomy and cloudy and a little bit of drizzle. My favorite fall days. Oh, yes. When it's Same cloudy and breezy. Yeah, I love them. Same with winter. It yeah. got me to thinking, though, and uh, it, we can make this a little interactive. Um, for Jamie, what are some fall staples? Maybe around the house or when it comes to fall, I got to have it. Um, I can't have too many pumpkins. Uh-huh. Um, I have a real pumpkin problem okay i hoard pumpkins um fake ones which i pick up like three or four every year yeah but they're the fake ones that look really real okay and then i can't pass a pumpkin patch or a grocery store without picking up a couple of pumpkins so usually by like <laughs> mid to late october i have more pumpkins than i know what to do with Ooh. but i can't help it do you carve a lot of them oh or absolutely no? okay. yeah yeah love to carve pumpkins yeah, I have a excited. couple of friends over carve pumpkins a couple of cocktails love that that's Good the best part night. about it yeah um what about any type of food specialty for you? Um, I have a tradition. I always make homemade chicken and dumplings on Halloween. Oh, so no matter good. what day Halloween falls on, that's that's one of my traditions that started years and years ago. Um, another pasta dish I make um, has uh, roasted butternut squash and Italian sausage mm. and some blue cheese in there. It's just a really great kind of fall mm. fall dish. Got to have pumpkin pie this time of year for me. I'm sweet potato. Ooh. Yeah. That's, okay. that's an argument. Sweet potato or pumpkin. Yeah. yeah we'll I'm a sweet potato. I love to make a good homemade See, I'm sweet a potato big pie. Pumpkin pie. I'm yeah. a big pumpkin fan. Yeah. Pumpkin spice lattes. Um, a staple for me is always a vest. Oh, you know. I yeah. have to. Oh, yeah. I have this two is my vests. first vest day of the year. You know, I keep two vests here at work. And <laughs> yeah, basically, from here on out through like April. Oh, it's great. I'm in a vest. Yeah, you'll see me in a vest and not a suit. So this will probably be my attire for the rest of season two, um, which is awesome. Um, But I wanted to ask people. They could comment, let us know what their fall staple is, their fall food. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit of fall. We have a special guest that uh, I can't wait for you all to meet. Um, Kind of the brains behind the operation, if you will. Of so many operations. (sighs) I yeah, don't, it's gonna I be don't know how they do it. Yeah. Um, but I figured it'd be really fun. And we were kind of thinking, what can we do for this week? I feel like we ask that question every week. Yeah. What's, what's what are next? We gonna, what are we going to do? And it's usually <laughs> the night before. What are we talking about tomorrow? Yeah. What exactly are... But, but before we get into this, yep. can we brag on ourselves a little bit? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to say it? Do you can say, say it. You can say it. We've been nominated for an award. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> we have been nominated for a freaking award. Uh, Are You Serious has been nominated for a award. Yeah. Like, not just me. Like, Are You Like, what? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, so, the um, RT, I can never remember. RTDNAC. Which is? Radio, TV. Radio, News Directors, Awards, uh, Association. It's a big thing. It's a pretty big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an Emmy. But yep. it's uh, in the in the industry. It's um it's pretty it's a it's a it's a good award. Yeah, Emmys. If you're watching, we'll take. Yeah. We'll take yeah. that so we have been nominated. We'll find out. Um, we're actually up against another podcast at our sister station, which I would love to whoop them on it. Which also <laughs> is called Shooting the Breeze. Did Shoot you know? I did. I did. I did. I was like, oh my goodness. Which ironically, the episode that we submitted for this award was our Shooting the Breeze episode. Interesting. Right? <laughs> Interesting. So, like, I went back, I said, what episode did we submit for that? And it was when we first introduced our Shooting yeah. the Breeze box. So, 
Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's November eleventh uh, in Charlotte. In Charlotte is when we find out. Yeah. If so, just oh, it's going to sit right here every episode, like right here. <laughs> We're going to be so obnoxious. Lights. <laughs> Welcome to the award-winning podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, I will say we are still five stars. No one has Good. given us less. So Good. if you haven't rated it, that helps us out a lot. Spotify, Apple, um, comments help out a lot. I don't know. Also, if you've seen, our YouTube is blown up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It went from like 3,000 subscribers to like 30 now. Yeah. Um, so, hello, YouTube, wherever you're watching from. Yeah. Welcome big, to All You uh, Serious. Uh, huge success with the Hugo episode. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that I was hated really that I got one. to miss out yeah. on the live chat, but I went back through. And last I looked, the most listened to episode behind which one? What do you think is number one? Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you, ha- you have Lauren, <laughs> you have Hugo, and then Al Roker. As far as listen to, now watching, I think it's a little bit different, but... Uh, just shows you that Hugo, I think, yeah. had a lot yeah, of, it a resonates. Lot of people. It resonates. Um, let's talk about resonating a little bit. Okay. So we always talk about hurricanes. And yep. a question that someone's kind of asked in our podcast is, what does a hurricane shift look like for you all? Mm-hmm. Very rarely <laughs> do we ever get to go out and in, enjoy. I hate to say enjoy, but enjoy. No, enjoy, because we're weather geeks. We yeah, love We can't be afraid it. to say it. We have to enjoy it. But recently. Yeah. You got to go out. I did. First off, it felt weird to be on the left side of wasn't, a system. Wasn't that a nice treat with Ophelia? It was amazing. Yeah. We got ushered in some cooler air behind. Didn't have to worry about a tornado threat. Not a single tornado threat. The rain was lovely. The clouds And a little bit sideways, gray. which was perfect. And the wind was... Yep, cranking. Even down here, I yeah. was impressed. Yeah, 44 mile per hour gusts here in Myrtle Beach, 41 in North Myrtle. Which, Which is decent. That's decent. It's tropical storm conditions. I think I texted you because I worked Saturday morning. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would have so been up in <laughs> Wilmington, too. Um, and I was like, it's howling yeah, it's, out here. It's cranking, yeah. So, because we weren't on the dirty side, as we like to call it, you got to go up. I did. And I relive did. some glory days, if I you will. I did my first chase of a tropical system that I have done since 2000. Maybe even before then. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was great. And I debated it because last week was a tough week. There was just a lot of things going on. Um, Well, not to mention, too, like Daddy Maddie, Maddie Daddy. Daddy Maddie's out. He's out, so we're filling in. So we're all kind of doing rotating shifts, Mm -hmm. filling in on weekends and covering for him, which is great. No problem. Um, But So we had that. I had a couple of other things I had going on last you had week talks had a couple of talks last week and then you were off on Friday morning mm-hmm. so I covered for you uh Friday morning and uh we were sort of by Friday morning we were finally transitioning from potential tropical cyclone 16 to finally <laughs> that's a whole episode in yeah, itself <laughs> right uh, to finally it becoming Ophelia and kind of in the back of my mind I was like eh, maybe mm. maybe but, you know, when it was a 60-mile-per-hour tropical storm, I was like, eh, probably not. Probably not, because I'm tired. So I went home after doing the noon for you, took a nap for two hours, got up, uh, met Lauren and Darion and a couple of friends for happy hour mm. up in Little River. I uh, went to Fillets up in uh, North Myrtle. Had a cocktail or two, had some food. And the whole time we were sitting there, and I was just on my phone, and everybody was mad at me, and I was just looking at the radar and looking at Ophelia, and I was like, 
this thing's kind of starting to get that look. Mm-hmm. Like, it's starting to crank. Yeah. So, literally sitting there, not really talking to anybody. I was like, check, please. I made my decision. <laughs> Got my check. Paid my bill. Went home. Threw a couple of things in the car. And uh, hit the road. <laughs> I was so jealous. I remember you texting me and saying, yeah, I think I'm going up. Yep. Spur of the moment decision, too. Yeah. Let me ask, because... <laughs> I slept very little because um, I was like checking radar yeah. and it just, it sounded great. Yeah, great did. sleeping weather. Yeah. But you know how we are. We're just glued. Yeah. So I remember waking up at like two and I see you're posting these videos. I'm yeah. like, man, <laughs> look at him up there. What was it like for you? You said since 2004, 2005, A, to be back out there. Yeah. But then B, <laughs> the older we get. It's a little bit tougher. <laughs> it's to hang. it's tougher. It's tougher. How so, was that? Yeah, um, as as I was driving up, my I sort of set my goal um, for North Topsail Island. Yeah, um, which is basically just south of Jacksonville, North Carolina, north of Wilmington. Fun fact: you can get there in no time. That was no one of time. the reasons that I went because I was kind of mapping it out, and I was like, I can be in North Topsail in an hour and basically an hour and 45 minutes it was like that's yeah. nothing how can i not chase uh so driving up there it was dark that was when the wind was starting to pick up the rain and there was just that a couple of sort of flashback moments in the car where the rain's kind of coming sideways across the street and i was like yeah this is this is like my glory days <laughs> and it just kind of came back and it just felt good and i was excited um and there was that was also about the point where it was really close to becoming a hurricane uh. Um, and I had a little bit of a sentimental value behind Ophelia because at my previous TV station, WITN in Greenville, North Carolina, I was there in 2005 when Hurricane Ophelia hit basically the exact same spot. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Ophelia of 2005 kind of gets lost because that was the year of Katrina and Rita and mm-hmm. Wilma. And obviously in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a, an awful hurricane. But for that part of the coast, Moorhead City... Uh, Beaufort down to Topsail Island. It was a. It took. It was a slow moving Category One hurricane. It took 24 hours to kind of brush the coast, uh, and I covered it. So I was like, well, that's kind of fun. Back in the same spot, back in the same place for another potential hurricane. Didn't make it to hurricane strength, but it was still fun to to be there. I'm going to say something, and I I really hope this pans out because I've oh. been looking really hard at this. I think after postseason analysis, yeah, this thing's a cat one. I wouldn't be surprised. I really believe that. And I don't think landfall cat one, but at least right before like 5 a.m. ish, it had that look. It it really did. And there was a buoy. I even wrote it down. It was um, southeast of Wrightsville Beach. Yep. 83 mile per hour gusts. 83, and then. uh, And that was when it had the look. Yeah, and then Cape Lookout, which is just east of Moorhead City, um, had a hurricane force gust. And even. The buoys not too far off our coast were gusting 70, 72. Yeah. And it was, it was, an, it was close. If it wasn't, it was awfully close. And I think, too, a question that will probably arise from this, if I don't say that, is, um, you know, when, when you're at the National Hurricane Center or even National Weather Service, for this mm-hmm. matter, you're trying to pump out so much data and so yeah. quick. I mean, it gets to the point where it's every hour. Yeah. At that point, they were so probably impact focused. Yeah. That I really believe that maybe there's a chance when we go back and look at this and they, reanalyze it that we could have a hurricane from Ophelia and I do think they did a good job I was reading their discussions that night I would sort of pull over and Mm -hmm. check my phone and kind of see what the latest advisory says or whatever and they made a good point we kind of tried to make this on the air as well 
the difference between a tropical storm with 70 mile per hour winds yeah. and a hurricane with 75 mile per hour yeah. winds, nobody knows. No, it's just it's a technical. Yep. It's a technicality. It will still sound the same, yeah. and it will still <laughs> bring the, the same, same impacts, yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, our good old frying pan camera frying looked pan. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 72, I think, was the peak there. Yeah. Um, and that was only, that's a, you got to remember, frying pan is only, only 40 miles east of us. That's not far at all. It's not. Yeah. Um, how about the rain? We actually good picked rain. up on the most rainfall yeah. in the Wilmington area here in Myrtle Beach. It was yeah. like three and a half inches. Yeah. A little Loved bit of an it. overperformer. Well, especially yeah, that day before where yeah. I was like, what is, what is yeah. happening here? Um, but, yeah, Ophelia was really good. I wonder what Ophelia would have been like maybe a little bit earlier in the season. Because that thing had a mean look. We'll keep an it eye did. on it. It did. Definitely um, would have been, I think, stronger. We're getting into yeah. that time of year. I know I hit that. Yeah, okay. What's funny is I have to literally get up. This is a first for us. All right, go this. ahead. Yeah, look at this. So this is where you this, sound. This is behind the scenes. So yeah, Ophelia. Da, da, da. There we are. All Ooh, right, now we're back. TV magic. <laughs> um. So we were. So yeah. I th you know we're in that time of the year. We're getting into fall where yeah. uh, as systems do start to come up close to the coast, they start wrapping in that dry air. Mm -hmm. They start wrapping in that cool air. That's why it was in the 60s and raining yeah. and gusting to 40 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, a little bit unusual. So, yeah, you know, had it been August, August, June. Think could have blown up. Yeah, for sure. No lot, doubt about it. A lot of more moisture yeah. with it, too. But, no, I just absolutely loved it. It's kind of going back to your question. Old chasing Jamie from the 90s, early 2000s, I was just – get me into the eye, get me into the worst of it, like just going, going, going. And there was still a little bit of that in me. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I went to Topsail because initially early in that night, it did look like Topsail yeah, was kind of going to be like ground that was zero. Be um, but then once we got past midnight, getting close to landfall, it kind of took a little wobble more north, northeast, and it, you could tell it was going to be more towards Emerald Isle, Moorhead City. And I debated the drive up there, but it would have been another hour. I was mm -hmm. like, you know, this is good where I am. I just had a great spot. I had access to a pier. I had access to just some cool spots to observe what was going on. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it here, and ride it out, hang out, and enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm glad I did. I think there was a good lesson in that. I really do. But I know when we bring on some weather chasers, um, storm chasers, they're gonna say complete opposite. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eye wall, which They're, good for them. Good for them. You know, had it been a big hurricane, yeah, yeah I would definitely yeah. try to get the eye wall. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't the worst storm that part of the Carolinas have ever seen, so no big deal. But um, so as the storm started to kind of reach its peak, yeah, I was taking videos and was loving it. Um, but then I was like, you know what, Jamie, just, just enjoy it. This is the first time you've done it. Yeah. Normally when you're covering a tropical storm or hurricane, you're in – in the building mm -hmm. and the only view you get of it is when we go 10 seconds to look outside mm -hmm. you know in between being on the air for so long or covering tornado warnings well, you know, how's it look and then you're right back to work or looking at the camera yeah. bouncing from our weather graphics yeah and so just to be able to be there um, I would kind of position the car so that the wind and rain would kind of be blowing over me roll the window down just listen to it watch it and it was at <laughs> night and there's nothing like seeing those sheets of rain going sideways yeah. at night, hearing that kind of roar as the wind goes through power lines and whips mm. around buildings. And so I did. I just kind of, oh, this is great. It Any was, power outages up there in the area? I uh, saw so a couple of power flashes uh, during the night. Where I was, there wasn't any. All the all the cables were buried there. Yeah. Um, I think the 
uh, peak wind gusts for around where I was was like 62, 65 miles per hour, yeah. um, kind of on the backside of the eye wall as it was coming in, but it was still good. So what time did you get home after chasing Ophelia? <laughs> this is... This is what I really want to know. 8.15, Saturday morning. Left about 8.30 Friday night on two hours of sleep, a two-hour nap after doing the morning show. And, yeah, got home about 8.15 Saturday morning and crashed. Absolutely crashed. For probably a good amount. Uh, Then he worked Sunday, too. Then I I had to get up and work Sunday morning. That was tough. Oh. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm so happy you got to do that. Yeah, me too. And, I, you know, I was exhausted and I was miserable and grumpy all day Sunday and even kind of Monday. But, but it worked with it. I would do it again. Yeah. would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, one of the coolest things was kind of as the storm was reaching its peak, I kept driving by this pier. I was like, certainly it's not open. So, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, I see a little light on in the little pier house in the parking lot. I'm like... At least let me go and sort of see if I can see the waves on the pier and kind of see what it looks like. Because it was black and it was pouring down rain, so it's like not like I could just go walk out on the beach, you know, because I was woefully unpacked, <laughs> underpacked, and underprepared. <laughs> I had one little rain jacket, and that was it. Um, and this one little light was on, and I was like, well, let me just pop in and see. And there was this guy just sitting behind the desk. And um, I said, you mind if I go out there and check it out? He's like, yeah, be careful. It's blowing out there. And so I was like, okay, this will be cool. And I opened the door and started walking out of the pier and was just blown away by these just massive waves rolling under the pier. And they were high enough that as they would break, the spray was crashing up and over the pier. And, you know, even around here, when you go out on the pier, you know, Mm -hmm. you go out on Cherry Grove or Garden City or whatever, you can kind of feel a little sway, a little bit. The waves were hitting this pier and, like, you would kind of have to hold on to the to the railing it was hitting that hard and so i walked out a little bit just to get the waves crashing and to get some video and there's people on the end of the pier fishing Mm. fishing as the spray is breaking over the end of the way of the pier it's blowing 60 65 miles per hour i was honestly too scared to go all the way to the end of the pier i wouldn't do it i would not do it i was terrified and i walked back in the little pier house and i was like they're out there fishing he was like yeah apparently this is uh during a tropical storm or hurricane is the best time to fish for drum. Didn't know that. Hmm. Didn't know that. They're a different breed in that part of North Carolina as far as hurricanes go. <laughs> so say you didn't see Fisherman yeah, Jamie many, out there. As, as many hurricanes and tropical storms as we get, that part of North Carolina, it's yeah. just, I mean, it's just, they get them. T- didn't close the pier, out there fishing, <laughs> staying awesome. open all night. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Awesome. But yeah, probably 15, 20 men out at the end of the pier just pulling in drum. Any uh, surfers out there? That's a big surf area. That's why. Well, it was two o'clock in the morning, so I didn't really see any then. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because those waves were insane. Well, they had that onshore flow forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just that low just kind of sat waves. there and yeah. waited, and so yeah. yeah, good for them. Yep. I was a little jealous, but I'm glad we got our rain, much needed rainfall, especially yep. since everything looks to be a little bit more quieter now. Um, of course, hurricane season continues. October is right upon us, believe it or not. Yeah. And October is one of those months, if you're not careful, can be very sneaky. It is. It's a weird month for tropical weather. Very sneaky. In fact, two notable ones for us, Matthew and Hazel. Mm -hmm. Easy enough. Um, But I think it might be sneaky because of where October storms typically form. It is unusual for us to have a direct hit 
in October. Yeah. And by direct hit, I mean a storm that comes out of the Atlantic. Yeah. And makes landfall in South Carolina. That's unusual. Uh, Hazel was the exception. Matthew was the exception. Normally, once you start getting into October, it's the Caribbean and the Gulf. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tail end of the season focuses on those areas because it's this time of the year in October, especially the Caribbean, when it's the warmest, the wind shear finally kind of eases down. Same thing in the Gulf of Mexico. So that's kind of the hot spot. So if we get tropical impacts in October, it's usually something that forms in the Caribbean or in the Gulf and then kind of makes that turn, either goes across Florida and up the coast or makes landfall somewhere on the Gulf Coast. It then comes up. The remnants kind of come up inland. But a direct impact is a little more unusual. Yeah, direct impact a little more unusual. And also, too, in the origination of these storms, think about early season where we talk about mm-hmm. Gulf Caribbean. Yep. We drift out toward Africa. Yeah. And then we bring it on back home. Bring it back home, yeah. And it's kind of like a little bit more active than early season just because we are so warm in the Gulf. Yeah. Um, there's been some notable storms in October. There have been, obviously, uh, most recently, Matthew. Yeah. Um, in 2016, that made landfall on October 8th, 2016. Yeah. Does that feel like forever ago? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Before, <laughs> before shooting this, I was just kind of looking back at some Matthew coverage. One, I've aged a lot since 2016. Um, <laughs> I was like, I looked so young. Um, but, yeah, it feels like forever ago. Mm. Zeta in 2020. Do you remember the Greek alphabet? Yeah. That's when Louisiana got pummeled by Zeta and Delta. And that Laura. was Zeta was like an inland thing, right? Yeah. It yeah. actually so moved right north of us. I think we had tornadoes from Zeta mm-hmm. yeah. because I remember it traveling right across the upstate. Yeah. Um, Michael. Michael 2018. Originally a four, but I think post analysis put that as a five. Put it as a five in Florida, mm. and then the remnants also passed more or less up I-95. I think we got a couple of isolated tornadoes yep. from Michael as well. Uh, you mentioned Wilma earlier. Yep. Of course, not technically a hurricane, but Superstorm Sandy. Big impacts there when that happened. Um, Mitch. Mitch. 1998. Wow. It's actually the second strongest October hurricane after Wilma. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. So, for those that... I don't know that. And then, of course, there's some that I don't remember. Do you remember Hurricane Gladys? No. In Florida? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, a, there I are, don't remember uh, that. There are a few others uh, that kind of get lost in the mix. Uh, Josephine? I've seen that on the list. I almost heard it down. Uh, Josephine was in 96. Yeah, um, Josephine was notable because in 96 we had Bertha in July, mm. Fran at the end of August, and then we wrapped up the season with Josephine, um, which was a strong tropical storm as it blew by, but basically ended up being three hits that year mm. um, on the Carolinas, and especially just north of us. They were still cleaning up from Fran. They were still flooding from Fran. And then here comes Josephine. Mm. Um, that was in 96. 99, there was another one maybe right – there was another one that hit after Floyd. In 1999, same thing. Another busy year. Water was still high from Floyd. Another storm came through and dropped a couple more inches of rain and tropical storm conditions. Mm. Yeah. And remember, like we said, it only takes one. So when we talk about these, I mean, all of the ones that we've mentioned so far have been very impactful. But um, it's been a busy season already, and it would not surprise me to see another handful of storms, which is why I want to play a little fun game for you. Okay. Um, When we're recording this... We have five names on the list left. Okay. 
We're going to play a prediction game. Okay. Based off just looking at what we've looked at so far. What, um, one, do you think we'll use up all five for the rest of the hurricane season? No. 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 What do you think? I'm going to say we'll use up four more. I'm going to go three. Okay. And that's what we're going to write down. Jamie, we'll three. We'll revisit this. <laughs> three, including our, our name, Marina. Correct? Yeah, so Rena and two more. Yep. And I'm going to say four in Rena. Okay. And I was looking and I was like, man, do I want to say all five? I'm going to say we come up one short. Okay. Next time we get into hurricane season, we're going to predict. Like, we're going to have a whole hurricane prediction between us. It's going to be a little oh, challenge. That's fun. And I think we sit down and we say, okay, what's the uh, date of the first name storm? Okay. What is the name storm that impacts us if we get one okay and what is the strongest name storm of the season i like that and you know what we should do we oh. should get our listeners involved oh and maybe there's like a prize or something a prize yeah, for the like most the right. the season yeah we oh, have a that show good. we go have a cocktail we could probably sponsor this oh yeah mm, okay. i like it all right it's like we could do it like uh it'd be like a march madness but not in march it yeah. would be a hurricane madness yeah. We could even do that for like a live episode of Hurricane Week if yeah, we wanted. Yeah, I like that. Um, speaking of live episodes, don't worry. We have a lot more content coming yeah. your way on Are You Serious? In fact, we said we're going to make this one longer than I think the last one was 15 episodes. Already 10 in. Yeah. Um, but mark your calendar for December 7th. December 7th. That is a Thursday night. We don't know a location yet, but just kind of looking um, into doing a live season two finale December 7th. Slash so. Christmas party. <laughs> Slash Christmas party. Because we always love an excuse to have a party. So we're going to do a Christmas party. We'll do a live podcast. Um, really wanted to feel like just a family gathering with all kinds yeah. of great cocktails and drinks and food. Fun and stories. And make it feel like Christmas, Have too. a little. Well, but, and we're going to talk some more weather. Yeah, for as sure. As we do. Ask questions. Yeah. We'll answer them. And uh, I really would love to have like a little survey or something for people that come and say, hey, what do you want to see at season three? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Who do you want us to bring on yeah. and go from there? Um, one of those suggestions came right here from a listener before. So you want to do some shooting the breeze? Let's do it. Let's shoot the breeze. Which I had is to a pull segment one away. of our podcast, not an entire podcast like yeah. that other station up the street. Yeah. That's probably going to lose best podcast. <laughs> now that we've announced that the reward watch is coming second. We'll lose it. We'll totally lose. We'll come back and be like, well, we did not win. Here we are. Stephanie Young via YouTube. Hello, Stephanie. Uh, Lee is a thing of the past, but how would you tell people that live in places like Maine to get ready for a tropical storm or hurricane? That's kind of interesting. It is interesting. And it's something... Hmm. I'm trying to think about how to say this without being confusing. You know, it's it, you tell the folks in Maine uh, 18 inches of snow's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. They're good. They got it. Easy peasy. They're used to it. Tell them a hurricane's coming. Yeah. They're probably a little bit freaked out. Down mm-hmm. here, we kind of know opposite. how to do tropical <laughs> storms or hurricanes. Down here, you say a flurry's coming. And we're in trouble. And, uh, we're going to shut down schools <laughs> and <laughs> close the bridges. And Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's kind of like what we always say. It's about messaging mm. That's good. the impact, the potential impact. Um, what to expect give a timeline 
but also impact wise for okay what does a four foot surge mean yeah you know what does that look like what areas will flood what does a 70 mile per hour wind gusts do yeah um that would be my thing yeah i mean you don't hear us talk about cold air infection or yeah. <laughs> um, you know, bomb extra cyclones yeah, yeah, or extra tropical transitions or deformation zones. Yeah. Now up northeast, they know exactly right. all about that because that is their cup of tea. So um, I think that's a really good point, especially when it comes to northeast um, for hurricane season. Traditionally, if we're going to have a system up there, it's going to be weaker. Yeah. Potentially post tropical, but it's still going to bring the same impacts. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really just a thing of make sure they know the impacts just in case that were to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and then also avoid the hype. I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and say it. Yeah, Cause I feel like, like a lot of times when we have these systems, especially in the Northeast, I saw it a little bit with Ophelia. Mm -hmm. Ophelia oh, is going to yeah. slam the, yeah, it'll eh. be okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think it was someone here. I can't remember a producer. Are they really going to get hit that hard? No, but it's just, mm, yeah. A little hyped up because they're right. not used to it. Yeah. Kind of like we would probably seem a little excited about one to two inches, inches of snow. snow. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's the same way from them up there, but the yeah. preparations remain the same. Yeah. But also kind of brings up a point. This is something that I think about more often now as we continue to be the fastest growing city in the country. Mm. Um, you know, we have a lot of people from up north yeah. who have never done a hurricane. Yeah. Um, and who are, you know, the next one we get. We hear that every year, gonna, too. Are going to be hearing about preparing for a hurricane and dealing with a hurricane for the first time. Yeah. Um, so you always have to keep that in the back of your mind about what you're explaining and, and not to assume that every viewer knows exactly what to do and has done it before. I thought about that recently, probably last week when before Felipe formed. Um, even the names. Mm -hmm. I had a message. Wait, is it Felipe or is it Felipe? I don't know. <laughs> Have you been saying Philippe? I've been saying Philippe. Have you been saying Felipe? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lies. I'm going to check right now. Um, well, this just got Carry awkward. on. Um, Philippe. I just assumed that was Felipe. <laughs> I just assumed it was Philippe. <laughs> this is hilarious. Uh... No, but I got to thinking about that because I got a message about the names of the hurricanes that we use, the the name graphic. Yeah. And someone asking, hey, is there a reason, like just a simple question, the names alternate between boy names, girl names? Yep. Or is there a simple reason of why there's not a certain name or what? Like there's still people in this area that are getting used to hurricane season to begin with mm -hmm. like the the bare basics yeah, the bare minimums yeah. so like you it's always a good thing because i had a message about hey how do these names work and mm -hmm. you know and i was like oh it's every five years so it's just it's a good reminder that there are people that are moving down yeah and every yeah. season we see it well it's the verdict philippe <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been saying felipe <laughs> at least for a week <laughs> oh philippe Felipe. Yep. <laughs> Philippe. Eh, it's okay. No, nobody knows. Yeah. It's fine. At the end of the day, Philippe gonna, won't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to gonna uh, not even bring impact yeah. to us. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I just assumed Felipe. Um, so, Philippe. But, yeah, that's a good point because when we talk about the Northeast, we have a lot of movement down here, and there's a lot of people that don't know 
the bare minimum. We yeah. we had that at the Hurricane Expo. Yeah. How many people every came up year. to us and said, hey, we're new. Yeah, just moved here. We don't know yeah. anything. Every year. You don't? Yep. So. Oh, let's see. I don't really like this one. Not because I don't. It's just it's basic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's go more. Let's go a little bit more. Ooh. Uh-oh. Let's go. Uh-oh. Let's go on this one. I'm getting fired up. <laughs> I think we could, depending okay. on what way we go. What are some of the most important qualities necessary to be successful in this field? I'm assuming broadcast meteorology. Hmm, who's that from? Uh, unnamed. Hmm. Anonymous. Probably because they know we're going to get fired up. Here was our basic one, by the way. What are some dangers of thunderstorms? Yeah. Hell, um, lightning, wind, rain. Check I'm this interested out to see where you go. Some of the most important qualities necessary. And I can hop success. on depending on how. Before I get too fired up. Don't be full of yourself. Um, don't be full of yourself. That, that's coming later. <laughs> um, and this is really for any field. Mm. Don't be afraid to work, especially if you're just getting into Love it. it. Don't be afraid to work. Um, I'm, you know, I'm an old guy. Don't think you're special. It's good. <laughs> you're, you know, you're a dime a dozen, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but specifically, if you're getting into this field, weather and broadcast, um, make sure that you know what you're getting into. Yes. Especially early, early in the business. Mm-hmm. Long hours, late hours. Holidays. Holidays, you're going to be working. Mm -hmm. You're going to be working Christmas and Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. You're going to miss birthdays. Uh, You're going to miss family reunions and vacations Mm -hmm. sometimes. You're going to have vacations canceled by weather sometimes. Um, And that's part of the business. Yeah. That is absolutely part of the business. Mm -hmm. If you think you're going to come into this business, especially on the weather side, (laughs) see, here I go. (laughs) I love it. Continue. And work nine to five and have weekends off mm. and take vacation when you want to. Mm. You're not. You're not. And you need to consider you need to seriously consider a different business. Yeah, I've seen it both ways. I've seen people in this business for a while that is like a light switch hit and now that it's like they forgot how the business works. Mm-hmm. And then I've also seen it where it's new people coming mm-hmm. into the business mm-hmm. and a lot of complaints mm-hmm. oh I've just been working so much shut up <laughs> shut up and you know i know like there's this generation gap and you know the people before us said the same things probably about us um maybe for the problem Jamie. <laughs> maybe never <laughs> <laughs> um and yes we should be a little you know empathetic i guess to this younger generation <laughs> as they come walking in to their morning meeting <laughs> <laughs> but you still gotta work yeah and i know things are different and working is easier today than it was mm-hmm. you know when we were coming up with the technology and the availability of information but you gotta work let me say this if you're gonna work for me there we you gotta go. work. Here's another thing that I would love to jump on and really get riled up about. 
You said there's a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So come and improve yourself. Yeah. Show yeah. your worth. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that can do what me and you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are you bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. What are you bringing to the table that is going to set you apart? Mm-hmm. That is going to make you a valuable part of the team. Um. Because that's because there's they're graduating left and right. Every mm-hmm. May and every December is a whole yeah. new crop of broadcast meteorologists just ready to get into this business, mm-hmm. ready to get in. Some may come in and give you the weather and go home. Others may just come in and blow it up. Yeah. That's who I want. Yeah. That's who I want. And also, too, like, be different. Yeah. Like, don't come into this thinking, and this is any job, well, I saw so-and-so do this, so I'm going to start doing this. Mm-hmm. Do you. Find you, yeah. Like this? <laughs> yeah. This We didn't know what the heck we're doing. Yeah. We still don't still know what don't, we're doing. Yeah. Here we are 25 episodes in, just being authentic as we could be. Probably taking some people off in the process. Probably not. I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, we just wanted to do this because we knew it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. I've never seen another podcast before with mm. this sit-down style, so I don't know. Do something and do more. Mm, that's good. That's my advice. Do something and do more. Yeah, and that's, that's the most important qualities. Yeah. Be willing to do something and be willing to do more and be willing to work your you-know-what off Yeah. for a couple of years. Look, I've been in this business 22 years. I spent seven years, the first seven years of my career, I worked the double weekend shift mm-hmm. for seven years. That yeah. meant I went in Saturday morning. I did the Saturday 6 p.m. news, the Saturday 11 p.m. news, and I was right back at to work at 5 a.m. Sunday morning, and then did the morning show Sunday, then did the 6 and the 11 o'clock news on Sunday, and then went right back to work Monday and worked a couple more days that week. It just about killed me, mm-hmm. but you know what? Here I am now. Being chief has some perks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get on up in the career, you kind of, you can kind of ease back a little bit. You also learn to delegate. <laughs> that's, that's hey, been, my name's that's Andrew. Been, nice to meet you. That's been my uh, lesson the past couple of years. Delegate. Yeah. Delegate. You know, you'll get to where you want to be. Yeah. But you got to put in the work. You're not going to walk right out of school and you're not you going to do your be number one. You're not going to do anything good for yourself no. if you do that. No. Hey, I'm just in here to no. cruise no. along. And, and you may fake it till you make it for a couple of years. Yeah. But let me tell you something. It's going to hit you one of these days. <laughs> somebody's going. Gonna, somebody's going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to realize <laughs> you ain't nothing. Thanks for getting this route up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could think of. Mm. Don't be self-absorbed. Yeah. It's not about you. Mm. I hate that. Newsflash. It's a turnoff. Like newsflash. It's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, people are watching us for information. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. could care less about mm-hmm. what I have planned for the weekend. Now, there's mm-hmm. some aspects of social media that allow that. We right. can have fun with it. Yeah, have fun with it. People do want to get to know you, but if it's all about you, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. yeah, it's Mm-mm. they're going to be flipping the channel. Nope. And then eventually they flip the channel. You lose viewers. You yep. lose viewers. They find out you don't have a job. So yep. welcome to the business of broadcasting. Yep. Uh, let's do one more. Is there only one more in here? Yeah, we need to fill. I think I've got some more on my phone if we need to keep going. Um, fill the uh, shooting the breeze next. 
oh, this is perfect. We should have done this first. Since the majority of your job is working inside, do you enjoy when you can get out in the field to share a forecast? Wow, it's what a, a big storm or a moment. sunny day. Yeah, bringing it home. Bringing it we home. love it. Yeah. And I'm an outside person anyway. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand to be inside. Yeah. I just, I have to be outside. I just have to, and especially when there's weather going on. I notice the difference in just my morale if I'm not outside, at least for part of the day. Yeah. I try to be outside for like an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half a day, and if I'm not, mm-hmm. it's game over. Yeah. It absolutely makes me feel um, just beat and tired and even more gloomy. And Yeah. I, honestly, days like today where it's cloudy, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go out there. I have my coffee outside. I'll have dinner outside a lot. I just, I have to be outside. Yeah. I still yeah. want a weather garden just so we can I know. do we weather to, outside. Yeah, in the we garden. need to get our boss on as we've been planning and then corner him on the podcast Which and make him commit. We approached him and he said after hurricane season. After hurricane season. Because he runs a little hot. <laughs> Matt, our boss, runs a little bit hot during hurricane so season. I think we could do November. Yeah. And hopefully he'll, he'll be calmed down by then. Yeah, like yeah. November, he, come on in. He runs so hot that he has a. A watch with a, what is it? His blood pressure? His heart rate. His heart rate. <laughs> His blood pressure. Oh, I can't wait. Every now and then, like, he'll come into the office and I'll say, hey, Matt, watching this storm might be something. And he'll look at his watch to see what his heart rate is. <laughs> and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, he's younger than me. I can't wait to yeah. bring him on. Yeah, he's fun. We can go ahead and talk about next week. We're going to bring on um, our morning executive producer, Anya Carney. Slash producer extraordinaire. Slash our lifeline. Absolute lifeline. She she helps us put this together. Mm-hmm. One um, of the hardest working people in this building. Absolutely. So. With a bright future. If you want to know, go back to that previous question. If you want to know <laughs> what to do, what qualities to look for, um, watch next week for yep. Anya because that is that is what we need in the business. That and is what we need more of. There's a lot of questions that we attempt to know the answer to, like behind the scenes. Yeah, that we don't. We have no idea. So she's going to be able to paint a good picture of like, hey, what does a typical day look like for you working with us? Mm-hmm. We apologize. And then also, what's it like behind the scenes during Hurricane? Because I'll be honest yeah. with you, I don't know because no, we're always right. working. Yeah. yeah. So I'm interested to know how everything that you see on TV during Hurricane coverage comes together. And it's yeah. because of people like Anya and Sarah, our director. Um, there's a whole list of people. But she also has a handful in Are You Serious? So we thought we would bring Anya on and y'all get to meet yeah, Anya. She's not a camera person, so I'm excited. She's not, but she's so great. She's yeah. just absolute, so absolutely wonderful and a joy. That'll be next week. Um, anything else that you could think of? I'm trying to see where we are in time. Let me 40-minute mark. Look you at wanna, us. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah, this I do. Because normally you ask me what's going on with my Stories life. are good. Yeah, what's going on with Jamie? You ask what's going on with Jamie, and the one time I actually have a story... You don't ask. You're such. I was listening to to the Hugo episode. Yeah. I think I like listening more than watching now. Really? But still watch if you're. Maybe yeah. it's because I already kind of know the elements that are coming up. Yeah. So, like, Hugo was great because if you weren't here when we were recording, you got to see all the photos yeah. and everything. But then I like to really listen and just see how our conversations. Yeah. Like, there's sometimes I'm like, Andrew, why did you cut Jamie off? I know. Um, we, yeah. I but your same. storytelling, when I listen, I'm like, how did I miss that little detail? Hmm. I think you're a good storyteller. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've heard that before. Story time with I've, Jamie. I've heard that before. So this is just a funny story. Oh. Just to kind of ties into everything last week. I t- we had talked about earlier in the podcast how it was a crazy week. And mm-hmm. 
whether or not I was going to chase Ophelia and was just tired. So in my little drawer in our office, I keep a little box of like drink packet mix mm-hmm. with, um, just to keep me from drinking like Cokes and sodas here at work. Yeah. It's like the little that you dump in a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. And I always buy like the little vitamin packs. I'm like, eh, it's a little extra way to get a few more vitamins because Lord knows his body needs as much help as it can get. <laughs> I had a horrible week of sleep last week. Just I, I could not go to sleep. I could not stay to sleep. I tossed and turned all night long. And by the time like Thursday and Friday came around, like you ever get so tired that you feel sick? Yeah. You just feel like you're sick. That's the point I was at. Mm, by the morning good. I was feeling it for you, I was like, I'm sick actually took a little nap in the office after doing the morning show for you because I was so exhausted. I got up, went to go make my little bottle of water with my little vitamin mix. I bought the wrong one. It was the energy boost. (laughs) I had been giving myself caffeine all the way up until 11 o'clock at night thinking I was getting vitamin water and then staying up all night as a result. All week, so that's why you weren't literally sleeping. an entire week. I was just chugging caffeine, and that's and it's usually late in the evening. I'll come back from work on my dinner break, fix my little bottle of water, get work done, just chugging caffeine all the mm-hmm. way through eleven, eleven thirty at night. So I've actually stopped those water packets because of a similar story. Yeah, really? Yes. <laughs> Which disclaimer? They should totally put in bigger, bolder, much bigger. I just thought it was the flavor. I saw yeah. like red, but it said yeah. energy instead. Because yeah. we buy ours. Are you, do you buy yours at Kroger? Kroger. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Kroger, if you're yeah. listening. Um, I did the same thing because I, I love coffee. I, mm-hmm. I will never not be able to drink coffee, even if the doctor orders it. Mm-hmm. I, coffee will always be in my veins. That's why I sip it so much. There was one morning where I didn't sleep too well. Brooks was a little um, tired and mm-hmm. fussy that night. And I remember I made several cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I always have to have water with my coffee. Mm-hmm. At that point, I had like four bottles of water, four <laughs> packets. Well, during the six, this was probably two or three weeks ago, I noticed as I was like writing stuff down, I was like jittery. <laughs> I was like, what is happening to myself? And I looked at the packet that I had a couple left in my backpack. And I was like, oh my gosh, how much caffeine is in this? Two of those is enough for two cups of coffee. Yeah. So I had like nine cups. And I'm over here. Wow. Just, and I I have not had any since. I've been straight water ever since. I can one-up that. It's a podcast, so let's tell them one more story. (laughs) This was a couple of years ago before you got here. Um, I take a a daily medicine prescription pill that I have to take every day. Um. So a couple years ago, I started having like dizzy spells Ooh. and they would get worse and worse. So I went after about a week and a half, I went to the doctor and I was like, Hey, I'm having these like dizzy spells. Like, I feel like I'm having like blurred vision, did blood work, checked everything. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Another week goes by still double vision, exhausted just absolutely exhausted some days just didn't feel like i I could make it to work Mm. was so tired went back to the doctor more blood work more x-rays everything looks fine mr arnold you're fine you're fine this went on for about six weeks Mm. one morning 
I got up, kind of going through my normal morning routine to get ready for work, and was getting dressed, brushed my teeth, went to go pop my daily pill that I pop, and I realized that somehow in my little medicine cabinets, two pill bottles had been switched. Oh, God. <laughs> my daily pill had been switched with a muscle relaxer <laughs> that I had from surgery years ago. So I wasn't taking my daily pill, which was causing me to go through withdrawals. <laughs> I was basically in the bins every day for six weeks. <laughs> and was taking a muscle relaxer every day before coming to work for six weeks. And like the, the relief that spread over me in my little bathroom all by myself. And I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I worked for six weeks. Man, going high through, as a cloud. <laughs> high as a kite and going through withdrawals literally all at the same time. Oh <laughs> and thousands of dollars in medical bills later. I'll tell you too, another <laughs> thing to add to that question that we asked about this business, even when all that's going on, you have to be normal. You got to try like, to be normal, yeah. Like I'm over here shaking. Yeah. I can only imagine you yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feeling like I can't move and can't see myself <laughs> on the monitor Standing in front of the green screen. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's that's little, funny. That's a little glimpse into the life of Jamie. That's a good way to end it. <laughs> yeah, we'll end it there. Oh my goodness! Well, make sure you check all your pills before you yeah, take check them. your pills. That's the lesson of the day. <laughs> check your pill bottles. Make sure you're taking the right ones. And go from there. Yeah. Uh, let me say, there's a lot of events happening this weekend. Enjoy them. Enjoy them. It's good. It's a good. The weekend. North Myrtle Beach. I think I'm going up there. Uh, the Irish Italian. Yeah, anything they have up in North Myrtle Beach is great. They always go yeah. all out. The chili cook off is back. I think I'm going to sit out the chili this year. Yeah. I've been two years in a row. Maybe I next, love chili. Next week, let's tell the story about the chili cook off. We'll wait till they come and leave town in case any chili cook off people want. I think that'll be a good story too <laughs> with Annie because she'll laugh at it. Yeah. They get her. Yeah. Nice. And I've got a good. I've got a good chili cook off story. I think I know the one you're talking about. Um, the oh, vintage days. Vintage market days. Those are fun. I'll probably swing by there this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I'm going for yeah. sure. So I'll yeah. be out there. And then there's something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, Oktoberfest are kicking off around town. So mm -hmm. drink up and uh, be safe. And cheers. That does it for uh, episode 25. 25. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Y'all have a good one.